Thank you so much for joining my podcast, Spazzing Out. I am in my bedroom. I'm normally in the basement, but it is like a thousand degrees out today. So I set up shop upstairs in the bedroom so that because there's an AC in the, in the window unit behind me, I have to find a better way to keep myself cool. Now, typically we do the podcast at 630, but I started it early today because I have to go pick Kaylee up. Kaylee, we'll get into why. So we're doing the podcast now. F it. We'll do it live. We're getting it out of the way now so that I can go do other things. I'm working with the times that I'm going to be doing the podcast. I don't know when. Uh, I'd like to do it at 6.30, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. But it's a problem for my family. So today, I'm doing it right now. Tomorrow, I'll probably do it at 6.30, but I don't know yet, okay? A couple of things I want to talk about. If you have not subscribed to my podcast, subscribe to it. AnthonyPaziali.com or go to whatever podcast medium you like to use. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast. When I'm now on um, a Pandora. Look up spazzing out S-P-A-Z apostrophe, uh, apostrophe, you know, the little thing. N apostrophe N O-U-T. Look me up. Subscribe to the podcast. I'd appreciate it. We do the podcast Five times a week. Five times a week. I post it the morning after. So it gets posted five, thir- 5 o'clock in the morning on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So a couple of things that I want to talk about. Uh, over the weekend was delivery day. The, I, uh, Kaylee had a Peloton uh, or bought a Peloton, the bike. It got delivered. Um, I've used it two times. I used it Saturday, the very first time out, bro, that I used it. I was top of the leaderboard. I'm a competitive person. I like to win, but I'm sure that all the other people on Peloton aren't real athletes like myself. So I'm competing against a bunch of boobs because real athletes probably don't need motivation. My uh, The guy I like to use, Sam Yo. S-A-M-Y-O. So I'm, a Sammy. I'm assuming it's Yo. I don't know. So I, I've done two classes. I've had it for two days. I'll continue to do it. I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, but I have debilitating Peloton butt. I have Peloton butt. The Peloton butt, it kills. The seat on the Peloton absolutely sucks. They need to find... Listen, you you, you pay $3,000 for a piece of equipment. That, that seat better suck your ass. That seat better make you feel fantastic. I thought for sure. I'm like, yeah, there's no way in hell that the seat would hurt. But everybody's everybody was saying, oh, yep, Peloton butt. You're going to get Peloton butt. I have Peloton butt. My ass hurts. I feel like I got slammed. Dude, my butt hurts riding that bike, and I've only been doing it for 20 minutes at a time because I'm getting used to using the bike. You click in, it comes with shoes. Peloton really gets you, okay? Check it out. You got to buy the Peloton shoes, and the shoes are going to get worn and torn. Already clicking in and clicking out, they're already getting broken. So I know a year from now I'm going to have to buy new Peloton shoes if I stick with it. Also, there's a subscription. It's a $30 a month subscription. So, bro, they're really... Peloton butt is, yes, my butt is hurting, but my butt, my ass really is hurting because I'm taking it up the butt from Peloton legitimately. So Peloton gets you for three grand to buy the bike, $30 a month for a subscription, and you have to buy the Peloton shoes that click in, which wear and tear every time you get them in and get them out, garbage. You're going to have to buy a new seat. I already ordered a new seat because there's no way I'm sitting on that goddamn seat, dude. It hurts my ass. 100%. Worse than George Washington's ass sitting on a horse when he had hemorrhoids. My ass is killing. Peloton butt, 
it's a it's a first world problem, but I have it. It stinks. I hate it. It took. I'm sitting right now, but I have my leg crossed because it feels more comfortable than sitting the other way because my butt hurts. But I did stick with it. My first time out, I was top ranked, so I got a little ambitious and hopped to the next level. I got absolutely smoked. I'll bring it back down. I'll I'll gradually get to where I need to be with the 30 minute workouts. But it's it's pretty cool. I like it so far. I would say, all in all, get it if if you got that kind of. You know what, dude? Don't get it. You don't need it. You don't need that. My wife likes nice things. So like, if you went into my kitchen, I have a hundred and fifty dollar toaster, dude. It's 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 from um Schmeg, Schmeg, bro. It's a Schmeg. It's a Schmeg toaster, and I have a Schmeg coffee maker. It makes coffee the same way as the ten dollar coffee makes coffee. It, it and the Schmeg toaster makes toast the same way as the ten dollar toast. And behind you, bro, you see this? You guys see now? I know the podcast people can't see this. You see this? This is a blanket. Covering a blanket, bro. They call it a duvet cover. A blanket that covers a blanket. I paid a hundred dollars to cover a uh, like a twenty dollar blanket. So please, you don't need that crap. Women want that crap. You get it for them because happy wife, happy life. But you don't need that kind of crap. Okay, you really don't need a Peloton. But it, I'm not gonna lie. I like the interaction with 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 the other with the guy calling my name out. It was pretty cool. And I also liked competing against other people. Fine, but you don't need that crap, bro. I could be like Rocky, honestly. In Rocky Four, if I wanted to work out, bro, I'd work out with stones and, uh, you know, a, a, a can of um, soup, whatever. But it actually is, uh, it, it is pretty good. It's pretty good, but it's expensive. So if you can afford it, great. So we have some things, stuff um, that I want to get to. So the podcast is early today because, of course, I have spilt milk. Kaylee, um, you know, she's a lucky girl. She gets to go out and I get stuck with the kids on a Sunday and she's at Fenway right now. She's not in Fenway. She's at Fenway Park. They're they're at the Cask and Flagon for the game, which you could just watch the game at home. But she's down on Lansdowne Street enjoying. The game is probably over by now. I don't know. I don't watch baseball. As you guys know, I think baseball sucks. Now, I did tune in to see what it would sound like for the crowd. I thought the the crowd thing kind of sounded weird, but it, it, I think it sounds better with the, the pumped-in noise than if it didn't have any noise. Next thing is, I thought Fox did a great job with the virtual peop, with the virtual um, audience. I really liked it. It looks weird, but it's better than not having any audience and the crowd pumped in. It's it's very cool. It's got a very, um, I, I mean, it has a virtual feeling to it. But it's better than not having it, and it gives you a little bit of normalcy. But anyways, I, I don't want to talk about baseball because I don't care about baseball. I'd rather bitch about the fact that I get stuck at home. Today, I wanted to sleep in, but no, I can't sleep in because I'm a lazy ass. So, so I get woken up. I, gotta, I have to get up. And because I didn't want to get up, I got yelled at. But at the same right, I had to drive Kaylee into Boston, which which time sucked about a half hour of my day. And now I have to go drive back into Boston to pick her up, which is going to time suck about a half hour of my day, which is why we're doing the podcast now. But it must be nice because while I'm doing research and doing work on a, on a Sunday, you're out partying and having a good time and hanging out with your friends. But hey, you know, such is the life of a 30-year-old, right? You know, when you marry a girl that's 10 years younger than you, she's still partying and you're at home taking care of the kids. I guess that's why you marry an old man <clears throat> as opposed to someone your age, right? Is what it is. So that's why the podcast is now. A couple things that I want to get to today. We have a DB alert. We're going to get to the DB alert. Mike Dicka, 
gets it absolutely right. We already talked about Peloton, but dude, and my butt is killing me. Um, I might get touch on the protester that got killed. Um, I'm checking my to see, um, dude, the LA Clipper that 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 left the bubble for a funeral goes to a strip club. This guy, I applaud this man. We need to talk about that. You may be getting seventy percent of your uh, paycheck on the next unemployment rollout. And briefly, I'd like to discuss TikTok and the fact that it might be banned and and why it's not a problem for me using it, but I could see how it could be a problem for other people, I guess. I mean, I don't really see it because more the only people that are on TikTok are mutants like me and eight-year-olds. There, there's me. I'm the dad of TikTok. I'm father TikTok. And then you have a bunch of kids that are like eight years old and everybody's worried that they're stealing information from... You, you got... The people on TikTok are like eight-year-old kids and their buddies that are all in bedrooms and they're farting and sniffing their farts. That's some real great intelligence for China. You have the people in China looking at, at, the, at the data from TikTok and they're being like, oh... These guys, look at these people. They like to dance, smell their own farts, and they have some weird guy that likes to go on there and bitch about how America is great with a mustache. So they, oh, wow, they're they're gathering some serious information. Maybe we should ban TikTok. Or maybe you should look into the other mediums that are already giving out information, like Apple. I love Apple. They give out your information. Facebook, I love Facebook. They give out your information. Twitter, I love Twitter. They give out your information. YouTube gives out your information. Google gives out your information. Bro, Google gives you such good information that I was in a meeting for my franchise, and the dude was trying to tell me that they know when someone's at a funeral home. And why would that be important for my business? Because that means someone in their family died, there was a property owner, and it'll send them an email being like, yo, you want to sell your house? They're giving out your information. So cut the crap. You just pissed off because it's a it's a, 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 a medium from China that's doing successful here in the United States. Cut the crap. Okay? Honestly, I wish it was all a, a United States um, uh, medium, but it's not. TikTok really isn't a threat. They're not stealing much information from the eight, from the eight-year-olds that are on there or the 40-pluses that are on there doing, we're dancing, bro. All right, that honestly, cut the crap. They're, they're, you think they're taking data? Everybody's taking your information, bro. Comcast is taking your information all day, every day. Facebook, all of them. So cut it out. All right, why don't we just get right into Dicka? Mike, does everybody know who Mike Dick is? NFL great, Mike Dicka. Also, he was the coach of the Bears when they absolutely kicked the Patriots' ass in the Super Bowl. Our Patriots. I remember we all thought we had a chance of winning, and then we got smoked. Uh, so Ditka, the Bears. Mike Ditka was uh, in an interview or something. The reason he was being interviewed, because he's going to become a part of the, the girls' tag football league. Yeah, I forget what he used to be called, but it's now called like the X League or something like that. And Ditka gets it right. He 100% gets it right, and he just says, basically this is what he said, I'm paraphrasing. He says to the NFL players... That kneeling for the national anthem is disgusting, and this is why. He believes that you should not disrespect our country. You should not disrespect our flag or our anthem. And he believes that this is why. This country has given all the NFL players a great opportunity to make millions of dollars 
right here in the United States. They've given them the opportunity for this game. Therefore, they should stand for the anthem. And when they don't, they disrespect the league and they disrespect the very country that gives them the opportunity to earn that kind of money. And I agree with Mike Ditka 150%. One thing I don't really agree with them on is, you know what I do? Kind of. You know, I get pissed off with people that protest in this way. And I'm always like, you know what? If you don't like it here, get out of here. And that's somewhat how I feel, but I want to explain what I mean by that. When I'm like, hey, if you don't like it here, go try it somewhere else for a little bit. Go go to another country. You go protest somewhere else and you see what happens. And you see how fast you get killed. And you see how fast you get thrown in prison. That's what I mean by that. Because I don't wish it on anybody to live anywhere else. I don't want you to go live in Iraq, bro. No good. No, I don't want you to go live in China. I don't want you to go live in South Korea, North Korea. None of those places. But I'd like you to try it out for a little bit. Kind of like getting put in time out. Kind of like getting hit by your father. Like you step out of line, your dad hits you, you step out of line, you, you kneel during the national anthem, we plop your ass in a terrorist country, and then you call us saying, hey, we want to come back. We, it's, we won't kneel during the anthem anymore. So I like that. Dicker gets it right. He's going to get a lot of flack for it. I bet you they even try to cancel the guy and push him out of the job that he just got. But it's fantastic that someone like Mike Dicka, that w- was one of the greatest NFL players of all time, a very good coach, comes out and says, nope, you're going to stand for the anthem. And if you don't, you're basically giving the finger to the United States and you're giving the finger to the NFL, both great because they're here in the United States. Mike Dicka gets it right. Thank you, Mike Dicka. We appreciate you. We love it. You're awesome. I wish that you had more connections inside of the NFL so you could set them straight that we should not be sitting, we should be standing and not kneeling during the national anthem. 100%, no kneel. Uh, Why don't we just do the DB alert? We have a DB alert? Let's sound the bell. Uh, We have no sound effects on this program, so all sound effects. Quite like... um, uh, the the cheering at a at a uh, baseball game. The sound effects here will be created and they will be piped in, but they'll be piped in by me. <laughs> DB alert! We have a douchebag alert. Douchebags in the news. <laughs> Fantastic sound effects on this program. All right, DB alert. Stands for douchebag alert. On this program, on spazzing out, we out people that are douchebags from all walks of life. Whether they're Republicans, Democrats, Independents, whatever they may be, if they're pulling a douchebag move, we sound the douchebag. We the douchebag. We sound the douchebag alert, and we let everybody know that they're a douchebag. A couple went into a Walmart, and now they've been banned from Walmart. A couple was wearing a SWAT sticker. Um, Nazi Germany mask over their face in Walmart and they've been bounced by Walmart indefinitely and even better there were people in Walmart I don't have the video but you could check it out on social media that people went up to them and they accosted them and told them they were being scumbags and 100% these people are douchebags for wearing the SWAT sticker which represents in my opinion Nothing but mass genocide of the Jewish people, and it's disgusting. Anybody that thinks it's appropriate to wear a SWAT sticker, or, and I don't even care if you're going to say, oh, in the United States you get to do what you want. 
no, you don't get to do hate crimes. You don't get to support hate crimes. And you, do, you certainly don't get to wear something that equals mass genocide of the most oppressed people of all time, which is the Jewish people. It's disgusting. I'm with Walmart on this one. They get it right. These people are douchebags. They're scumbags. They were trying to make some kind of point. I don't know what the point was. All I could tell you is this. Wearing SWAT stickers... You look like an idiot, you're a douchebag, and you offend a, t a lot of people, and especially a lot of people whose family members were killed during the Holocaust. You're a scumbag. 100% douchebag alert for these people in Walmart. Praise to Walmart. This t-shirt that I'm wearing, I bought this at Walmart for $3.99. Phenomenal t-shirt. I love Walmart. I'll continue to shop there. I love their low prices because I am cheap, and I love black tees that cost nothing, bro. It's fantastic. Walmart great place. Way to make sure that you don't allow douchebags into your store. Not to mention the fact that they have a rule that you have to wear a mask. We all know how I feel about this. If a business, a business, privately owned business, says you can, you have to wear a mask to be in their establishment, wear the mask or don't go in. If you go into a homeowner's house and on their property and they say, wear a mask or you don't come in, well then you don't come in, bro. Plain and simple. There is no middle ground here on mask no mask. Private citizens get to decide what they want to do at their house. If you don't like it, don't come. Walmart gets to decide to do what they want to do with their business. If you don't want to wear a mask, then you don't get to enjoy cheap prices and nice t-shirts for $3.99. Thank you. Come again. Uh, next thing. All right, why don't we get to this protester that was shot and killed in Texas? Okay, the details are still coming out on this, but on Saturday, there's a Black Lives Matter protest in Texas, and a lot of the protest. You know what? I don't even know if I could call it a protest, because it, when it's not peaceful, it's not a protest anymore. That's how I feel about it. If you show up with guns and weapons to a protest, it's not a protest anymore. It's just not. Protests are meant to be peaceful. You go, you state your grievances, you stand in solidarity with other people. Fine. But a protest is definitely not showing up with assault rifles and guns and uh, flashbangs or whatever these people had, claiming that it's their constitutional right to have it, sure. If you are, are, ha uh, can legally carry a firearm, I'm happy for you to have it, but you're not going to a protest, right, with guns if you, for just a protest. You're clearly going to start a riot. What do you think is going to happen when you show up at a protest with guns? What do you think is going to happen? When you show up and you storm the streets and you have guns, someone's going to get killed. Now, I don't know exactly what happened, and the details are still coming out. There are two sides to the story. All the Black Lives Matter protests are in the middle of the street. A guy is trying to get through the street. He's trying to drive through the street in Texas. And, bro, let me tell you something. The people driving cars in Texas, they have guns. Everybody in Texas has a gun. They got a hat, bro, and they got a gun. They're wearing cowboy boots, cowboy hats, and guns. They have guns. Texas has the guns. Just like Arby's has the meats, Texas has the guns. Idiots. So, they're protesting in the streets with guns. A guy from Texas is trying to get through the crowd. And from the, the guy, now we'll go from the driver's point of view right now. The driver's point of view, he felt like he was his life was being threatened. He said that the guy had a rifle. And he was trying to get through, and the rifle got raised to him, so all he could do was shoot because he thought he was trying to protect himself. That is the driver's point of view. From the protester, rioter, whatever you guys want to call it, point of view, 
he was saying that he was, I love this because I don't know the facts yet, but here's what's crazy. Anytime a liberal has been killed, it's like uh, all they were doing, this is what he was doing. All he was doing was pushing his, his amputee girlfriend through the street. All right, so you want us to believe that, now sure, I'm not saying that his girlfriend wasn't handicapped, so please, I'm not disputing that. But you're trying to tell me that he just happened to show up to a, 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 a protest just happened to be there, just happened to have a rifle on him, at a just, so he was walking down, he was, he was taking his girlfriend on a fucking stroll through Texas, happened upon a protest, and, and happened to pick up a gun, bro, what, what, what is this, um, uh, Grand Theft Auto, where you just walk down the street, and there happens to be a random rifle that you pick up, and now you have a rifle, and then you go buy ammunition, no, you deliberately went to the protest with your girl, you deliberately brought a rifle, with ammunition, and what happens when you bring a rifle into a crowd of people, people get scared and you end up fucking dead, I'm not saying it's right, I feel terrible, I feel bad for this kid's family, he's dead, he's dead, straight up dead, if he would have taken the advice from Lawrence Fishburne when he was talking to Cuba Gooden Jr. and Boys in the Hood, in the bedroom, he's like, you think you're a man, Trey, you think you're a man, you got a gun? You think you're a man? Go ahead, shoot me. Shoot me. You think you're a man? What kind of a parent lets their kid leave the house with a rifle? Huh? I would never. So please, it sucks and it's awful and it's disgusting that someone has to die. But what do you think is going to happen when you show up to this type of event with a firearm? People get scared. If someone raised a rifle at me and I had a gun, I'm shooting to kill. I don't want to die. Plain and simple. I don't want to die. People don't want to die. Rallies and protests are supposed to be peaceful. You show up with no weapons. You go, you list your grievances, you get your voice heard. You do not show up with rifles, with shotguns, with grenades, with pistols, with handguns, and ammunition. Unless you are prepared to die. I'm telling you, I'm not trying to be a dick. I don't want anybody to die. But what do you think is going to happen? That's all you have to say to yourself. What's going to happen? I'll tell you this, bro. If there, if, if there was a Black Lives Matter protest in Boston, and there was guns, and people had guns, I would steer clear. I wouldn't be walking my handicapped girlfriend through a protest where there's going to be a war. So you were there for the protest. Don't BS like you weren't. You had the gun, and now, unfortunately, and it's awful. It's terrible. So I'm not making light of this death. It's, it's awful, and all the information hasn't come out yet. All I know, for all we know, the guy in the car it, it could be a scumbag and shot him dead. That's not what I'm trying to argue here. What I'm trying to argue is why would you go to a protest that's supposed to be peaceful with weapons? Why would you bring a shotgun while you're wheeling your handicapped girlfriend into a protest? What do you think is going to happen, America? Why do I have to be the one? Why do I, some lonely dude who's doing a podcast from his bedroom because it's too hot to do it in the basement and I have the AC unit behind me with a duvet under my Peloton butt have to tell you people that if you go to a protest with a weapon, someone is going to get hurt. I feel like it's common sense.
We have nothing but mutants living in this country that make stupid mistakes all damn day. And they want to blame other people. The mom wants to blame somebody else. The kid can't, but the girlfriend blames somebody else. I blame you for showing up with a shotgun to a protest. Look in the mirror, people. You die, you get killed for making stupid decisions. Plain and simple. Presley, don't walk through here. Sorry, honey. For making dumb decisions. Plain and simple. Take responsibility for the things that happened to you. You showed up to a rally with a shotgun and now you're dead. And it sucks. It's the worst thing that could happen to a parent to lose a child. But when you make bad decisions, you make big boy decisions, they have big boy consequences. And in this instant, this poor kid is dead. Whether he was killed rightfully or wrongfully, I don't know yet. The details are not out. The bottom line is when you make poor decisions, you end up dead. I'm telling you, you show me your friends, I will show you your future. You hang out with a bunch of kids that have guns and you go to protests that aren't really protests but are riots, you are going to get hurt. Simple. Not to mention that it's just disgusting to me that these Black Lives Matter uh, movement now, they have weapons. When did they become a militia? When did they form a militia? When did this be okay for... it's? You know what, I, dude, I, 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 I just call it what it is, okay? I am for equality. I want everyone to be equal. But at what point, at what point do you start showing up to protests that you're calling them protests, do you start showing up with weapons? And when you start showing up with weapons, when is it all right for us to call you domestic terrorists? When is it okay for us to say that? When is, it, when is it all right for us to say, look, the movement has gone too far. You're now showing up with weapons. You're now ready to fight and kill other people. You're fighting for equality. I get it. Here in the United States, a lot of people are fighting for equality. Everybody wants to be equal. I do. You do. We don't have to kill each other over it. No, we don't. And when you show up with weapons, you're going to be considered domestic terrorists. It's not the way to go. You, it makes you look worse. Trust me. Trust me. I'm one of those people that's on the line. I want to see the Black Lives Matter be a good movement. And I want to see every... And, and I don't want police brutality. And I don't want African Americans to feel like it, they're being oppressed. But I certainly don't want violence in the United States. And what's going on in Portland? What's going on in Chicago? What's going on in Texas? What's going on in Atlanta? It's domestic terrorism. Simple. There. I said it. I've called it what it is. My podcast will probably be canceled. I'll be kicked out of the country because they'll say that I'm a racist when I'm just merely saying that you're putting other American lives in danger by showing up with weapons for a, for a rally. My daughter just walked in the room. Hi, honey. Daddy's just doing his podcast. I'm almost done, okay? I'm almost done. Well, I'm in the bedroom, so it's tough for my daughter to come in because the door's behind me. All right, we got through that. Let's get to the next thing. Um, let me do something a little fun. So the NBA has their bubble, right? The NBA bubble, all the teams have to be uh, quarantined, for lack of a better word, together. They all live on campus together. Well, an L.A. Clipper, Lewis Williams, got permission to leave the bubble because someone he knows passed away. I love it. So the guy went to the funeral, but he took the opportunity to go to a strip club. He went to the Magic City Strip Club in Atlanta, 
And of course, one of his homies, one of his buddies, has to take a photo of him at the strip club and post it on social media. So the guy gets busted, and now he's going to miss two games, and he's got to put in quarantine for 10 days before he can come back. But I must say, I applaud the man, because the other day on this program, I was talking about how the strip clubs are dead. My friend Brad, who listens to the program, sent me a photo of Max Twos and was like, hey, check out Max Twos, how sad it is because that establishment is closed down. It's great to know that NBA players are keeping the strip club industry alive. Even during quarantine bubble time, they find a way to get out. They go to a funeral. And what better way to celebrate the death of somebody you know than by going to a strip club. My daughter's crying in the background. Think she's probably crying for the death of the strip club. Honey, come here. Come here, just come here. A bug's not attack. A bug is attacking my daughter. Just come here with daddy. We'll finish the podcast together. Come on. Yes, I, honey, stop it. <sighs> so you must be nice, right? So this is what we were talking about at the beginning of the program. While I have to, I always have to, I take my daughter to take junk work. I take my daughter to home investors work. I, I, do, I have to deal with my daughter during my podcast. But, you know, other people, because they're 10 years younger, get to go out and have a fucking good time while I have to deal with shit while I do my podcast. Hold on, everybody. Presley, come on. Just come here. I can't. I'm You're not trapped. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Just come on. Where is it? All right, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, apparently, my daughter was trapped. Uh, my, my, my daughter was trapped by a, a humongous bug, uh, so we couldn't get to the end of the podcast. All right. So, it's good to know that strip clubs are not defunct, at least in Atlanta. Honestly, I think the guy should be, I think it should be okay. I think they should applaud him. Why can't we just be men? Why can't the NBA be like, yes, this is great. The guy went to a strip club. Why does Doc Rivers, his coach, going to say, oh, it's unfortunate. Doc, you've been to strip clubs before, bro. We know you've been to strip clubs. Every man in America has been to a strip club. Every guy in America loves boobs. Every guy in America loves asses and loves naked chicks. What's the? And you know what? Some women do, too. Women love naked girls just as much as guys do. Why can't people just have balls and be like, yeah, bro, that's right. I went to a strip club. My boy died, and then I went to a strip club, and now I'm back. I got tons of money for working in the NBA. I threw a brick and ones at the bitch, and now I'm back. Death of the strip club. All right. Next thing, um, we should, uh, we already covered TikTok. All right, real quick, and then I got to go because I got to pick up Kaylee. And I just, this is, we'll just do an update on it, and I won't give you too much BS on it. So, the, and, uh, the, the, what do you got? What do you call it? The, the treasurer, the secretary? What's the guy called who's the treasurer? Is he just the treasurer? Is it the secretary of treasury? All right, the guy who's the treasurer of the United States, you know, the whatever Alexander Hamilton was, the first of, the uh, the one that's current, he was on TV and talking about the next stimulus package, okay? So it looks like that everybody's going to agree on another round of $1,200 for everybody, okay? I, first off, you guys know where I stand. No more money for anybody, period. Get your ass to work. If you can't get to work, find a fucking way to make a job, all right? Anyways, the big thing to understand where they're where they're having a problem, and I just want to let you guys know that they're disguising this, okay? Most of us, meaning me and some people I know, but I'm pissed about it. 
don't like the fact that everybody gets an extra 600 bucks a week on top of the unemployment that they're already getting from the state. They're making more money being unemployed than they are going back to work. So no one wants to go back to work. Now that stops this week. It's over. You're not getting the 600 anymore. Democrats want to make sure you get the 600 bucks. Republicans seem to be willing to agree to giving you 70% of your, of your regular income. But it's the same thing. I, I don't agree. I, I'm just trying, I'm telling you this because I want you to talk like uh, uh, when you go out and you say, all right, all right, let's support the next stimulus package. No, let's not. Hear me out. If you're on unemployment right now, you're getting about 80% of your paycheck from the state and the government's giving you an extra $600. Now what they're trying to push down our throat is they're trying to say, okay, this time around, you're going to get your 80%, right? Let's say you make, we'll do easy math, bro. Okay. You make $1,000 a week, and you're going to get 80% of that. How much is that, everybody? You're going to get $800. And the government is saying, well, we're going to give you 70% of your check on a $1,000 check every week. Bro, you get more money. You get $700. Do you understand what's going on here? The Republicans, I'm pissed about it, are trying to buffalo you by saying, well, you know what? We're not going to give the $600. We'll give them 70%. 70% might be more. It might end up being more. These people will never go back to work. They're all for free money. You want to incentivize people to get their ass back to work? I say give the money to the businesses. You give me the money, bro. I'll put people to work. Plain and simple. Give me the money. Literally. Give me the money. Give me the 70% on the paycheck. I'll hire people. I'll make them work. I'll find work for them, bro. I'll get them here. I'll get them to clean my Peloton. I'll get them to do my yard. They can do my laundry. Wash my fucking kids. Wash my kids. Wash my kids. They can rake the beach up at Revere Beach. I'll find jobs. But they don't want to work. Nobody wants to work. It's a huge problem here in the United States. I've been offered literally four jobs in the past week. High paying jobs. I got offered a job driving truck for four different companies at $30 an hour. That's a pretty decent pay. 40 hours a week and all the overtime I want because nobody wants to work. Simple. And you know why they want to hire me? Because I work, bro. Because I'm a hot ass worker. My mustache demands respect, bro. Because I show up to work every single day. Not late. First one here. Last one to leave. Hi, honey. I'm almost done with the podcast. Please stop. Point being... The 70% is garbage. If they pass that, it's even worse. They're going to get more money. You're going to have people sitting at home for a generation. This is what happened in the Great Depression. When, when the New Deal came out, they gave out welfare. Okay, And I'm for social programs like that. I believe that there are families that actually do need a little bit of help to get back on their feet. I believe it's okay for a single mom or a single dad to get some food stamps so that they can feed their kids as long as it's not generational. They get on it for a couple of months so that dad can find his ass a job and get back to work and take care of his family and get off. As a matter of fact, I almost believe they should have to pay it back. But it's all right that they don't because we want to help people. We don't want you on it for generations, but that's what happened. Welfare came out back in the 30s, early, uh, early 40s, uh, sorry, late 30s, early 40s, and people have been on it since. There have been families that have been on the fucking welfare system since the 1940s, and the same is going to happen here. They don't take these kind of programs away. They stay forever. There is going to be a class of people that is going to make about $1,000 a week. That's a lot of money. That's going to make $1,000 a week to stay home. Think about that. You're going to go to work 
while other people stay at home. I'll never stand for it. I'm telling you, you will cause a bigger problem. You think there's an issue with, uh, you know, hate crimes on, and I'm not a violent person, so I'm not saying I'm going to hate, uh, uh, cause any violence, but I'm telling you, the word bum will come back. I will bring the word bum back and anybody that is staying at home, collecting collecting extra money and not really trying to find a job, bro, I'll come to your house with a bullhorn and I'll put a big B out in front of your door and I will call you a bum. I, you're a bum. You're a bum. I'm talking to you now. You're a bum. Get a job. You bum. Stop living off me. Stop living off other hardworking Americans. Bum. 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 You should be ashamed of yourself. Bum. Simple. Bum. 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 On the other hand, if you actually need the help, you have cancer, you're damn right. You should get some help. You're a veteran that's got his legs blown off, absolutely get some help. You're a veteran and your mind's messed up because of the war, yep, you get some help. You're a cop, you got hurt on the, on the line of duty, yep, firemen, all those people, absolutely. People who have real disabilities, I'm happy to give my money to that. Absolutely, 100%. I'm happy to help you out, but but people that are physically mental, uh, uh, I'm sorry, that are physically able and mentally capable to be working, and you're not, you're a bum. Plain and simple, you are a bum. Get to work, find work. There's plenty of jobs. Get your ass a CDL. Go, uh, but go dig ditches. Be a man. Be a man. Now, again, if you're going through some tough times in your life. And you need like a month or two, right? That's what the government programs are there for. They give you a little hand up for a month or two. They give you a little bit of food. I'm for that. Matter of fact, I would give money for that. If they had a thing on my paycheck, well, I, I'm self-employed, so I pay myself, but I still pay taxes a lot, by the way. Not just a little, a lot of money in taxes. So when I pay my taxes, I'd love to check a little thing off that says, hey, you know what? Single moms and dads need food for their kids. Boom. I check that off in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. With the stipulation that they're going to get back on their feet and be good, hard-working people again. So get it clear. I'm not hating on people that need help. I'm hating on people that have decided they don't want to work because the government is giving them a free handout. It's a big difference. Big effing difference. All right, that's it for the podcast. All right, guys. Much better doing it up here, man. I didn't sweat as much, although I am sweating. Um... Yeah, it's my daughter Presley in the background. Presley, what's a muzzle pig? So you buy, you get a pig stuffed animal, and you put a muzzle on it. All right, so if you get a pig stuffed animal and you put a muzzle on it, that's a muzzle pig. But for us adults, muzzle pigs are uh, most likely what the LA Clippers uh, NBA player went to go see at Magic City in Atlanta. Bunch of muzzle pigs. All right, podcast peeps, subscribe to Spazzing Out. Thank you so much for listening. I'm working on the regular time for it for the live stream. Uh, I'll nail something down once I do. We'll do it at that time. We used to do it at 6:30 every day. I have to find a new time to do it. It's most likely going to be later in the night. When I figure that out, we'll nail it down and we'll always do it at that time. And that'll be it. And hopefully, it won't be a problem for my family. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out.